Costello. The Abbott and Costello program starring Bud Abbott and Lou Costello with tonight's guest star Elsa Maxwell brought to you by Camel, the cigarette of costlier, properly aged tobaccos. The Abbott and Costello program with the music of Alan Ross and his orchestra, our singing star Amy Arnell, and spotlighting that chunky, chubby little cherub who went caught putting a toothbrush in his Uncle Artie Stebbins' lunch pail because he heard him say he was going to work on George Washington's bridge, calmly said, I'm a Stella, come on, come on. Here we are on our second week in New York, and you show up late for the broadcast. Now, look, where, where have you been? Huh? Where have you been? Oh, uh, I've been over to Patterson, Abbott. Took me eight hours to get here on a Greyhound. Now, that's ridiculous. Eight hours uh, on Now, a now don't give me any of that. How could it take eight hours to come from Patterson here on a Greyhound? Well, my Greyhound got interested in another Greyhound. I, uh... <laughs> now, Stella, do, do you realize that we're... Lou, are you paying any attention to me? Well, that's a, listen, please. Do you realize we're invited to a big party at Elsa Maxwell's house tonight? Yeah. Why aren't you wearing your tuxedo? It's ruined. I was wearing my tuxedo last night, and the dog bit me. Where did he bite you? Well, if I was wearing license plates, you would have got the last three numbers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got the part that says NJ. All right, Fluff, will you please talk sense? Are you taking your girl, uh, Lena, against the, no, the no, body? No, 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 we ain't speaking. Well, now, what's the matter with you and Lena again? Well, yesterday she bought some brand new shower curtains, and she asked me to hang them up on, and hang them up. And by mistake, I hung them over the front door. Well, that's not so terrible. Oh, no? Last night when she went to take a shower, she slipped off her bathrobe, pushed aside the curtains, and stepped out on the front porch. I... <laughs> Tell me, Costello, were you born? What if it was? Wait a minute, I want to ask what you. What if it me? I know that. <laughs> One little simple question. Were you born, were you born dopey? I can say not. I'm a self-made dopey. I believe it. Page two. I'll bet you. Hey, now, wait a minute. While I think of it, Lou, I'll bet you didn't even get any flowers for Elsa Maxwell. Yes, I did. I bought a great big orchid for her hair. Uh, an orchid? An orchid for her hair. You dummy. Orchids are $30 a piece. You could have bought a pair of pants for that. Now, wouldn't she look awful silly wearing a pair of pants in her hair? No. Will you please stop? Well, if it's a cold night, she could always put her ears in the pocket. Yeah, no, never mind the orchid. Why, why didn't you get her a, a corsage? A what? A corsage. I don't know her sign. I, no, no, no. Oh. Now, you dummy, I... I'm... I'm, you don't seem to understand, though. I, I mean some flowers to wear on her dress, you know. Oh, yeah. I bought her a bucket of comedians. A, a, a bucket? A bucket of comedians? You mean a bouquet, not a bucket. B-O-U-Q, bucket. Bucket. All right. All right, well, so... What is it? Bucket or bouquet? Bouquet. I but that, if, you, if it'll make you happy, make it a bucket. Go All ahead. right, I bought her a bucket of comedians, and do they smell yeah. beautiful? You, why, you idiot. Comedians have no odor. Well, these do. The bucket I brought him over in had fish in it. Now, I... <laughs> Costello. Oh, these kids from Patterson are clever. Costello, <laughs> I, 
I hope you don't make a fool of me at Elsa Maxwell's party tonight. You know, there's, there's going to be dancing, you know. Oh, dancing. Well, I love dancing, Abbott. I used to be a lifeguard at the Rosalind Dance Hall. Uh, a lifeguard in the dance hall? Yeah, I kept the wolves. I'm getting too close to the wave. Uh, <laughs> what, what kind of dancing do you do? Oh, me, I do the shimmy. The shimmy. The shimmy is a back number. Oh, I can start mine from any place. Oh, talk says, Costello, do you, do you conga? Huh? Conga. Were you ever in a conga line? <laughs> I tried to get in a conga line once, but I must have gotten the wrong line. Now, what do you mean by that? I never got to dance. But I came back with an armload of paper towels. I love Costello. <laughs> Costello, I can tell that you know absolutely nothing about modern dancing. Who don't? You don't. I come from the family of dancers. My Aunt Minnie... She was a famous balloon dancer on a stage. Who tell? One night a mouse ran across the stage and then Minnie screamed and dropped her balloon. Yeah, what happened? The mouse fainted. The mouse... Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to take any, any chances. Now, before we go to Elsa Maxwell's party tonight, I'm going to see if you really know how to dance. In other words, I'll give you a lesson. Oh, you don't have to give me any lessons. I took lessons from Arthur Murray. There's only one thing wrong. He taught me the woman's steps. Well, what's wrong with that? I'm the only wallflower in the history of dancing that uses the men's smoking room. Yeah, look, look, never mind that. Look, I'm going to teach you how to dance right now, right here. Right now, here? Yeah, right here. Now, let's say that I'm a beautiful society girl. Now, this is my, uh, my first party, incidentally. I'm, I'm coming out tonight. <laughs> You're the kind that ought to be pushed back in. Yeah, now, look, <laughs> cut that out. I'm a beautiful girl. What's your name? Uh, what's the difference? Let's say my name is, uh, uh, uh Laura Doom. Your name is what? Let's say Lorna Doom. Oh, I know your sister. Nothing Doom. All right, never mind. <laughs> Will you please pay attention? Wait a minute, listen to me, please. Now, here, here I stand. I, here I stand, all ready to dance. Now, I, I'm dressed in a, a, a strapless evening gown, and you asked me to dance. No, I can't dance with a girl with a bare back. Why not? Why, it always makes me feel like I'm patting a bald man in the head. Never mind that. Now, let's dance. Now, now here we go. Come on, now. Now, slide, glide, slide, glide. My Costello, that's wonderful. I like the way you dip. Who's dipping? My pants are falling uh, out. Oh, isn't this lovely? We're dancing past the orchestra. <laughs> well, what's the matter? I dance too close to the trombone player. <laughs> Ophthalmologists, cardiologists, gastroenterologists, otolaryngologists. Uh, no, folks, I'm not practicing tongue twisters. Just listing different kinds of doctors covered in the great cigarette survey recently made by three leading independent research organizations. Yes, they covered doctors in every branch of medicine. 113,597 doctors. From Mexico to Canada, from the Atlantic to the Pacific. Doctors in every state of the Union were asked, what cigarette do you smoke, Doctor? And the brand most named was Camel. Rich, full-flavored Camels, the cigarette of costlier tobaccos. Superbly blended Camels, the cigarette with the cool, throat-welcome mildness. Sure, doctors, like all you folks, smoke for pleasure. Camel's flavor and mildness register with their tastes and throats, just as with yours. Now, this impartial, factual evidence shows that According to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Alan Roth and the Camel Orchestra feature the popular rhythm favorite, Dr. Lawyer Indian Chief. 
come in, come in. Why, it's Mrs. Niles. What are you doing in New York? Oh, I just blew in from Hollywood. Blew in, hey? How did you come in on your broom? Costello, I'll have you know that when I arrived this morning, they rolled out the carpet. Oh, I wish you had been there. What for? Then they could have rolled out the barrel. <laughs> All right, you laid it. You don't have to scramble it. to argue with you, Costello. Oh, I'm dead tired from my plane trip. I'm Bush. Bush, you look more like something that's been treed. <laughs> I'll have you know that I just came from the beauty parlor. What's Why? This beauty treatment... <laughs> Costello, this beauty treatment cost me $200. And already I've been taken for Lana Turner and Rita Hayworth. You've also been taken for $200. <laughs> Stella, will you behave yourself? Leave Mrs. Niles alone. Yes, you little pipsqueak. Uh, another remark like that and I'll kick you out of this studio kit and caboodle. Mrs. Niles, you may kick my kit, but don't you dare lift your foot to my caboodle. Quiet, Costello. And uh, Mrs. Niles, will you go with Costello to uh, Elsa Maxwell's party tonight? Why, please? I wouldn't be seen with this uncouth, fat little assassin. <laughs> I wish you hadn't said that, Mrs. Niles. We could be very dear friends if you would have faith in me. Have faith in you? Everybody has faith in me. Even my dog has faith in me. Oh, dog faith Costello, eh? Please, Mrs. Niles, won't you go with Costello? Oh, very well. I'll go with Costello on one condition. I insist that he drive me to the party. All right, I'll drive you to the party, but you have to bring your own harness. <laughs> oh, I never been to a party in my life. Well, Costello, at least I'd try to get you a woman to take to the party tonight. Try to get me a what? A woman. You want a bet? I, well, I... Come in. Ah, oh, good evening, gentlemen. Costello. Costello, it's uh, Professor Melonhead. Well, what are you doing here? I'll tell you what I'm doing here, Abbott. I just read in this newspaper here that Costello was going to Elsa Maxwell's house party. It's an outrage. I will not tolerate it. After all, I have jurisdiction over this. I happen to be Miss Maxwell's right-hand man. Ha, I'm her major domo. You look like her shiny domo. <laughs> there you go, Costello, making remarks about my bald head again. I am proud of my bald head. My head looks like a baby's. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Like the baby cereal bowl with shredded wheat around the egg. Well, <laughs> tell me, why do you object to Costello going to Elsa Maxwell's party? Tonight? Why, if Costello were to appear at Miss Maxwell's party, it'd be a catastrophe. It would a be... A cat for the screen? No, 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 no. A catastrophe. Cat I'll explain a catastrophe. Costello, suppose your cat had kittens in your hat. What would that be? A miracle. My cat's name is Jake. Hey, uh... <laughs> Don't worry about Costello at the party. Please, I I'll take care of him. All right, Abbott. I warn you, Costello, don't partake of any edibles or viands until the butler announces dinner. Well, who? The butler, the butt. Look, I'll explain the butler. At your house, how do you know when it's time to eat? Well, my mother takes the iron bars off the dining room door. <laughs> I hope your wife, Melody, ain't going to do the cooking tonight at Elsa Maxwell's. No. He makes the world's worst pancakes. Now, never mind about... Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want you to make any more remarks about my wife's pancakes. What? In fact, Costello, the next time you mention the word pancakes, I'm going to take this newspaper and hit you over the head with it. You mean every time I mention the word pancakes? Cut it out, cut it out! 
I mean, after all, I, I, I certainly don't like, like your wife's, uh... What? That stuff, anyway. <laughs> you don't like what stuff? I don't like that... that the word you want me to say if I say... What you, word? What you word? You're hit me on the head if I say it. What word? Pancake. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that hurts. That hurts, man. That hurts, That huh? hurts when you hit me on the head. <laughs> well, I only hit you on the head because you said something you're not supposed to say. Well, I won't say that word no more. What word? That pep, 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 pep. <laughs> Uh, patty cakes? <laughs> you thought I was going to say pancakes. Huh? <laughs> Man, had I said, that hurts a whole lot. That Don't ever say it again. I won't say the word no In more. In fact, you should never eat them again. Eat pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, melon right. head. What? Down the end of the page. All right. <laughs> melon head. What? I'm not going to say any more about your, your wife's cooking and uh, that stuff she makes. Why? You know why? Why? I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> why? Because there was a war once. A war? What do you know about the war? Plenty about the war, and it's got something to do with what you were talking about when you were hitting me on the head. Is that so? Yes. This war, I was going over. I had to go. And now I was going to fight for our country over there. Of course. And I was right where the bullets were the thickest. Where the bullets were the thickest? Where was that? Underneath the ammunition truck. You know. <laughs> now, be serious. And finally, I come up out of there, and there was a bullet. Coming right at me. A bullet coming at you. And it hit me. A bullet hit you? Right in the heart. Right in the heart. And before I left home, my father gave me a good book. Yes. And he told me to put it by my heart. The good book. And you know what saved me from being killed? The good book, of course. Oh, no. One of your wife's pancakes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an amazing instrument. Intricate, sensitive, a miracle of chemistry, physics, and all the assorted sciences. And you own it. It's your own T-Zone. That's T for taste and T for throat. And it's also the greatest cigarette testing machine in the world. The most critical laboratory for any cigarette. So just try Camels on your T-Zone. See how your taste responds to the rich, full flavor of Camels' superbly blended and costlier tobaccos. See how your throat reacts to Camels' cool mildness. Perhaps, as with millions of other smokers, your T-Zone, too, will report that Camels suit you to a T. Oh, and another thing. Did you know that when three leading independent research organizations put the question, what cigarette do you smoke, to 113,597 doctors all over America, the brand most named was Camels? Yes, that's so. According to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. <laughs> Camel's lovely Amy Arnell, the girl with personality. When Madame Pompadour was on the ballroom floor, said all the gentlemen, obviously. The Madame has the cutest personality. And think of all the books about DuBerry's look, it was it made her the toast of Perry. She had a well-developed personality. What did Romeo see in Juliet? Oh, Pierrot in Pirat. Oh, Jupiter in Juno. You know. And when Salome danced and had the boys in trance, no doubt it must have been easy to see that she knew how to use her personality 
What did Harry J see in Betty G or Garson D in Gable C or Bing and Bob in Dot Lamore to you? I've got the grave of grace, I've got a grave of face, except I've had it much longer than she. If I only had her personality. Boy, gee, this is somebody, Costello. What a crowd, eh? Hello, boys. Costello, it's Elsa Maxwell. Costello, do you realize that this is the one and only Elsa Maxwell? Yes, here I am, in the flesh. Whose is it? You better I... give it back. You're stretching it all out of shape. <laughs> Don't you talk to me that way, you baby bunion. Baby bunion? Yes, you're a little corny. <laughs> Don't, don't mind him, Elsa. Is there anything we can do to help uh, entertain your guest tonight? Yes, I'd like to have you boys put on a play. I have a wonderful vehicle for you, Mr. Abbott. Mr. Abbott? And what about a vehicle for me? A vehicle for you, Costello? How about a garbage truck? <laughs> hey, you know, Abbott, this dame's got better jokes than I got. Uh, Elsa, have you something in mind for us? I, I know you have to produce some big Broadway shows. And... Oh, yes, but I've been on the stage, you know. I've also appeared in a few Western pictures. In fact, I, I played a regular Western girl. I shot from the hip. From away up there? Shut up and listen to Elsa. Oh, that's all right, bud. I think Costello's only pulling my leg. Pulling it? I couldn't even lift it. <laughs> you know, you know, boys. You know, I've written a little sketch that we can do tonight. It's called Anthony and Cleopatra. It's a lovely play, Costello. You will be Anthony, and I will be Cleopatra. The siren of the Nile. You sound more like a foghorn on the Hudson. <laughs> you don't understand, Costello. Elsa will be Cleopatra, the most enchanting lady on the Nile. Yes, Costello. In this play, I am a sorceress. Sorceress? You're a whole set of dishes. <laughs> what a lovely play, Costello. I fall madly in love with you. I get you in my clutches. Yes. But you break away. Yes. Again, I get you in my clutches. Yes. And again, you break away. Looks like my brakes are okay, but my clutch is slipping. <laughs> Cut it out, Costello. Let's get on with the play. Melonhead, will you set the scene? Okay, Abbott. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you a drama of Anthony and Cleopatra, starring Elsa Maxwell, Bud Abbott, and Lou Costello, entitled How the Terrible Snake Killed Cleopatra, or Costello Makes an Asp of Himself. <laughs> As the scene opens, Julius Caesar and Mark Antony are walking along the banks of the Nile. Julius Caesar speaks. Ah, oh, Anthony, isn't this a wonderful country? Yes, Julius. There is no country in the world as beautiful as egg white. Egg white? Wait a minute, Costello. Where do you see egg white on the script? Right here in the script. What do egg you mean? Egg white. Egg white. E-G-Y-P-T. Egg white. Ah, yeah, don't. That's Egypt. Huh? That's, That's Egypt? Egypt. You read the straight lines, kid. I'll get the last. Ah, yeah, quiet, Costello. <laughs> Anthony, we are approaching Cleopatra's camp. Oh, two goes there. God, tell Cleopatra that Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony are here. Which one is Anthony? I am. Mr. Anthony, I have a problem. <laughs> I've been going with a girl for eight years, and just last a minute, week... Just a minute, just a, you, you got the wrong program. <laughs> this was 
a play about Sahara. That's my girl's name, Sahara. Get out of here! Come on, Anthony. Ah, oh, look, there's Cleopatra's scow lying at anchor. Let's get aboard. Okay. Oh, get off me, you fool! <laughs> come on, Costello. Let's get on with the play. You come here. You come here as Mark Anthony, the great lover. Take Elsa Maxwell in your arms and read your lines. Okay. Ah, Cleopatra, at last we are together, my proud beauty. But Anthony, I am not proud. You're no beauty either. Uh, never mind. Stella, take her in your arms. Yes, Anthony. Put your arms around my waist. I'll have to make three trips there. <laughs> now, with your arms around me, Anthony, what are you thinking? I'm thinking how wonderful it would be to have this much butter. <laughs> You should talk. Why don't you take that flower out of your lapel and wear it in your vest? Why should I wear my flower in my vest? Be nearer the pot. <laughs> come, 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 you two. You're supposed to be in love. Yes, Anthony. Remember that old adage, all the world loves a lover. Oh, yeah? Then why don't they have cops in Central Park? But Mark, my sweet, this night was made for love. There are lovers everywhere. Listen to that couple on yonder bench. I'm getting a divorce. You're not going to treat me like a first six husband. I only had five husbands. You had six. Five. There you go, counting that midget again. <laughs> come, come, Mark Anthony. Sit beside me on the throne, and I will stretch one of my slave girls to entertain you. Enter, slave. Did thou summon me, O queen? <laughs> yes, Salome. Kindly attend to the wishes of our guest. Oh, Mark Anthony, I am here to serve you. Oh, what can I do for you? Come here and kiss your poor old father. <laughs> Please, Mark Anthony, the queen will be jealous. Oh, kind sir, is there uh, anything I can bring you? You already brought it, babe. Come on here and kiss your poor old father. Costello, <laughs> will you leave that girl alone? Yes, Mark Anthony, this is an insult. You are making love to this slave while I am here. Who wants a local when you can catch an express? <laughs> Get out of here. Away. I, Cleopatra, will dance for Mark Antony. I will do my famous fan dance. You do a fan dance? Yes. What are you use? Windmills? <laughs> Let Miss Maxwell do her fan dance, will you please? I'd rather see her do a hula dance. Oh, you think I could do a hula? hula? Oh, you could do a hula, certainly. All you do is walk out on the floor fast, stop quick, and let nature take its course. Costello, <laughs> will you stick to the play? Now, now comes the big love scene. As the barge floats down the river Nile under the Egyptian moonlight, Miss Maxwell is sitting on your lap. Oh, goody, goody. Well, Costello, here I am on your lap. Costello, speak to me. Where are you? I'm this grease spot on the chair. Uh, now, as the slave girls sprinkle roses around your feet, you take Miss Maxwell in your arms, mind you, in your arms, and you kiss her. I can't do that, Abbott. Miss Maxwell and I, we can be nothing but friends. Oh, please. Please, Costello, don't say that. Call me anything but just a friend. I'm afraid I can't. You're just a friend. Here, I'll put my arms around you. Now am I just a friend? Yes, you're just a friend. I'll put my cheek against yours. Now, what do you want to call me? <laughs> you're just a friend. <laughs> then I will kiss you. Now, am I just a friend? I won't tell you till you let me up. <laughs> well, after 
that kiss, I can't call your friend. Not after a kiss like that. Then, what will you call me? Grandma. <laughs> Grandma! Grandma! Abbott and Costello will be back for Camel Cigarettes in just a moment. And now, tonight's salute to the men of the armed forces who won through to victory. Tonight we hail the 99th Division, heroes of the Remagen Bridgehead. Since the beginning of the war, the makers of camels have sent more than 150 million free camels to our fighting men overseas. But now with the mobilization in progress, free camels are sent to servicemen's hospitals instead. This week the camels go to Veterans Hospital, Marion, Illinois, U.S. Army Cushing General Hospital, Framingham, Massachusetts, National Naval Medical Center, Bethesda, Maryland, U.S. Marine Hospital, Savannah, Georgia, and Veterans Hospital, Northport, Long Island, New York, in your honor, men of the 99th Division. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States twice a week. A rebroadcast to practically every area in the world where our men are stationed and to our good neighbors in Central and South America. And now, here are Bud Abbott and Luke Costello with the final word. Well, Costello, this is our last night in good old New York City. Yes, Abbott. But this is not our last broadcast. In fact, we're going to do four more broadcasts from Hollywood. No, no, not that! Get these guys off me! I'm a cheating ice man! Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Just a minute! Uh, why don't you go out and take a long walk on a short pier, old boy? Oh, get this corny guy with that broken-down joke! What's the matter with that joke? That was one of my father's jokes? What are you? What are your mother's? Good night, folks! Good night, Patty and Carol! Good night, everybody! Be sure to tune in next week for another great Abbott and Costello show brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. And remember, try camels in your tea zone. See if they don't suit your taste, your throat, to a T. C-A-M-E-L-S If you smoke a pipe, it'll really be a red-letter day when you switch to that big red tin, Prince Albert. Yes, more pipes smoke Prince Albert than any other tobacco in the world. It's crimp cut, burn cool, and it gets a special no-bite treatment that takes out all the parch and sting but leaves in all the rich, mellow, wonderful flavor. So switch to Prince Albert today. Saturday night, be sure to listen to Prince Albert's Grand Ole Opry. You'll hear Red Foley, Grand Ole Opry's sensational new romantic singer. Remember, Grand Ole Opry, Saturday night on NBC with Red Foley. you've seen pitiful pictures of starving people in your newspaper recently. These scenes are being repeated over and over throughout Europe and Asia. Many of these people, especially the children, will die without our help. You can help by avoiding all food waste, by preserving food through home gardening and canning, and by giving canned food and money to your local emergency food collection. Share a meal, save a life. Be sure to listen at this very same time next week for the Abbott and Costello Show for Camel Cigarettes, which will come to you from Hollywood. Thursday night is All-Star Night on NBC. Stay around now for Rudy Valley over most of these stations. This is Burke Park in New York, wishing you all a pleasant good night for Camel.
This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.